when I was a little boy, I used to hear stories about my dad. You see, he grew up in Mexico and he didn't have a lot. And he would share some of these stories with me about how uh, they didn't always have food on the table and that they didn't always have new clothes. You know, when you're a kid yourself, you don't always think about comparing your life to your parents' life. But as I got older, uh, I remember sitting at the table with my wife and my dad, and we were just talking about Christmas presents and the best Christmases ever that we had. And eventually my dad decided to share a story I had never heard before. You see, when he was a young boy, his dad wasn't around, and he was the oldest of six kids and had known his mom was struggling to take care of the family. So he decided that he would find a job. And he's still just a young boy, but he found out that he could deliver groceries for some wealthier people in the community, and he would get paid a little stipend, a little delivery charge just for taking groceries from the grocery store to their house. Well, my dad started uh, thinking, being the young entrepreneur that he was, how can I make more money quicker? Uh, he would give all the money that he had to his mom, and she would be able to help out with the family things. But eventually, my dad thought, if I had a scooter, I could travel quicker and deliver more groceries and make more money to help out our family. So he went to his mom and around the Christmas season said, Mom, for Christmas, I want to ask Jesus to deliver me a scooter. Now, you have to understand where my dad is from in Mexico. Having the Christmas presents delivered wasn't the responsibility of Santa Claus. No, no, no. Jesus Christ delivered those. So my dad knew that Jesus would deliver. He anticipated this. So my grandmother was a little nervous. She knew she couldn't go out and buy a scooter. So she kind of prayed and asked God, please deliver a scooter. Well, it turned out that there was a family member that was willing to give up an old used scooter that they didn't need anymore. So they gave it to my grandmother and she wrapped it up. And as Christmas day approached, my dad was so excited that he came rushing out that morning and he saw this wrapped up gift. There was, he rips it open and there's a scooter. Uh, my dad thinks to himself, oh, this is the gift I always wanted. But as he examines the scooter, he realizes there's dents. Uh, he realizes there's some chipped paint. And even the steering wheel uh, has the wheels kind of pointed in an off direction from the actual straight line of the bar. So my dad, being uh, somebody who's appreciative of the gift, still goes to his mom and says, Mom, I, I love this gift, but uh, it's really beat up. It's been used. My grandmother, quick on her feet, said, Well, son, Jesus had to deliver all the gifts around the world, and he used your scooter to do it. Well, my dad looked at that gift and he never saw it the same way again. My dad was so excited that he was so happy that Jesus would actually use his scooter to deliver it. I know what you're thinking. My grandmother's a liar and she may be. But what's a beautiful thing about this is of a mother who loved her son so much that uh, she wanted to meet a need, a need that he was trying to love on people and she didn't want to squelch that. Here's what I find that's beautiful is that God has the ability to send Jesus in the form of a man, uh, perhaps a warrior. He could have entered the scene in Bethlehem as a grown man, but God doesn't always deliver us the gift that we think we want. He delivers us the gift that we need. So, of course, in the Bible, we see this beautiful story of God delivering his son to Mary and Joseph, to be raised, 
to be taught, to live a life, not to sympathize with us as if he was off on the sidelines, but he empathized with us because he was put in our shoes from the very beginning. I love what the book of John says, chapter one, verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We've seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. God delivers his son full of grace and truth. Uh, My hope and prayer for you this season is as you're anticipating uh, the celebration of Christmas, as we're only just a few short days away, I pray that you would have grace and truth be a part of your life because those two things are so important. There's a balance that Jesus demonstrates throughout his life. And I believe he wants his people to do the same. I'm praying that we would have a heart of anticipation to celebrate this one beautiful gift God has given us through his son, Jesus, and that we wouldn't ever look at it the same way again. Let me pray for you right now. God, I pray for those that are listening, uh, that you would warm their heart, that they would see the beautiful relational side of your Savior, Jesus, and that we would anticipate all of this in a new way, that we would know that we don't always get the gift that we want, but we get the gift that you want us to have. So God, we are putting our trust in you. And I pray that we have grace and truth with one another this holiday season. We pray this in your son's name. Amen.